figured we were recording. No. Fuck that up. Alright, well, let's get this show on the road. Welcome, everybody, to Midwestern Fins. It's your boy, Taylor Ballard, joined by my trusted co-host, Matt Hagler. Yo, yo, um, yo. Yeah. I hope all of you are flourishing on this wonderful Thursday. A wonderful night in the old Midwest. I got, it was 63 degrees yesterday, fantastic blue skies, and I woke up in the snow this morning. So, that's, uh, it's, it was fall, spring last week. And now this is uh, second winter. Second winter yep. is here. And for those of you that don't know what second winter is, that's when it's winter, and then they pretend it to be nice, and then it's winter again. It's like second breakfast, but it sucks worse than that. Yeah, it's it's never fun. So, okay. um, I just want to say one thing. So before... Uh, Ski season closes like the first weekend of April and has to do with some liability stuff. But the local ski resort by my house, about six miles away, they reported that their ski season, which is from November 1st till now, they're reporting 245 inches of snow this year. Nice. I bet you're sitting at home thinking, wow, how many feet is that? Well, I'll tell you, it's 20.416 <laughs> feet. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> so I bet you're also wondering, well, that's fine and dandy, but uh, how many centimeters is that? Well, that is 622 centimeters. Which happens to be six, six meters. millimeters. Yeah. So oh. six point two meters, yeah. which three right. meters or three a meter is about three feet. So fancy it's that. First down and snow. Yeah, actually. It's like a good running play by, like, well, no. It's the amount of, it's the, it's the same amount of yards Kalen Balazs has in his career. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, Haggy, we have to talk about it because it's the topic of everywhere. But, do you have the coronavirus? Uh, not that I know of, no. But actually, real quick, um, want to say before we get into that deeper into that, uh, we want to shout out our one fan in Iran. Um, we're surprised to see that you're listening. Uh, we'd love for you to listen some more. Uh, give us a shout out on Twitter if you got it. That's right, at Midwestern Fins. Yeah. So, and our fans in Turkey. And the Bahamas. Well. And, and Canada. The Bahamas. And the Germany. Yes, that's right. 
a lot of fun places that we've discovered. You know, before um, before we started recording, or we might have actually better record, started recording anyway, but before we started this show, I uh, had Taylor guess where our one new fan is, and I didn't think he was going to get it. And he guessed it right off the bat. I ran. That's and right. I thought he was I, cheating at first, but... I don't see. I'm not a New England Patriot. It's okay. Ooh, nice. Bazinga. Yes, that's right. Speaking of Bazinga, I think it's awesome that the coronavirus made everybody turn into Sheldon. I I don't know. I I don't watch that show. <laughs> what the I hell? I just use the catchphrase. <laughs> anyway, there's like a scene where he covers his face with his shirt and then just sprays Lysol everywhere. Oh, nice. I think he does it a lot, actually. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah. I'm actually surprised. You're like the sitcom dude, so... You always put ratings out for TV shows and stuff. Yeah, I just that's one of the ones that I think is overrated. Like I watched a few episodes and it, it well, it wasn't my thing anyway. Like I'm not willing to call it overrated because I don't know someone might like it, but not I. It was a it was a really long running show. And it was like one of those half hour shows, easy to watch, I guess. It's like yeah. the type of show that you can run in the background while you're turning off or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, um, go ahead. Well, I mean, we can come up with the top. We should get back to the coronavirus, but we could talk about top five TV shows or something like that. Okay, so a little number bit. one for me, or like in general? Yeah. Shit. For you, obviously, actually. I'm, okay. Like it's I'm your biased. opinion. <laughs> I'm biased because I haven't really watched a lot of. TV. So I watch a lot of kids shows and I think my top five shows all happen to be TV shows that I watched in the past and not something that I watch now. Okay. Um, That's the, fine. The only, the only really big TV show that I've had the pleasure of sitting down and watching from the beginning to end was honestly break bad. And that was only relatively recently kind of binge watched it over the summer. So, I mean, that's gotta be in the top five somewhere. Um, right. I would swear up and down that uh, Futurama is better than The Simpsons. Okay. And I think Bender might be one of the best animated characters of all time. So I can see that. I'm, act- I'm actually voting for Bender in 2020. Uh, Bender, Bender 2020, kill <laughs> you meatbags had your chance. And robots are going to survive the coronavirus, so we're good there. Right. Um. You know, this is actually really difficult for me just because I don't watch a lot of TV. But I will say that my favorite TV show from when I was a kid till now, and it's really cool that I get to watch it with my kids. I love Avatar The Last Airbender. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm 27 years old, but every time I watch it with my kids and they're like, I want to watch Avatar, I love it. it. Makes me so proud on the inside. And as an adult, you appreciate it even more because there's so much like complex writing. Like it should have never been a kid's show, to be honest. Like I think it was, uh, it was definitely destined to be far more than what Nickelodeon had to offer. But that's just me. Fair enough. I love that show. Also, um, it's Uncle Iroh is one of my favorite cartoon characters of all time. Probably always says the right thing. 
always. Yep. And you get nice like, learn funny. Adult too. Right. Jasmine T, man. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Kind of white lotus tile. <laughs> yep. So. Anyway, that's that's mine. I don't I don't watch enough TV to say top five other than that. Fair enough. Okay, I lied. There is one TV program that I will love more than anything in the world, and that's when the Miami Dolphins beat the New England Patriots at Foxborough Week 17. Oh, yeah. You, you can't not root for that. That's I mean, right. obviously, if you're a Patriots fan, you can root against it, but you don't really count. Yeah. And... <laughs> what about you, Haggy? You got a quick top five? Okay, um, I'm going to exclude animated shows. I'm just going to do top five real shows. Um, actually, that is tough. But um, actually, fuck it. Um, South Park, I'm, I am going to include it. South Park's in there. Archer's in there. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is in there. Um, the Office is definitely a good one. And uh, I'm going to say, um, well, it's a young TV show. So, like, who knows how it's going to go in the future. But The Boys on Amazon Prime is really fucking good. Uh, I've heard so many good things about all the Amazon TV shows. Because, like, uh, is Jack Ryan as awesome as everybody says it is? Yes, Jack Ryan is fantastic. Oh, I'm such a loser. I need to watch some TV. Yeah. Hey, but I just bought a second TV, so my kids can go to their room and watch their own. <laughs> nice. I got a 50-inch 4K high-def smart Vizio TV. 50-inch for $160 yesterday. Ooh. That's pretty good. I'm pretty stoked. It was like it was legit fifty percent off. Yeah, I mean, I'd be stoked too, but yeah, that's pretty great, man. Yeah, happy. But well, I guess should we get to the meat and bones of this? That was kind of a side project, and we wanted to make this one short so you guys didn't have to suffer for our voices for up to an hour. But you mentioned the uh, old well, suffer suffer Taylor's or suffer my voice, not Taylor's. Oh no, on the monotone. We need to. <laughs> we need to like figure out how to steal Matt's voice box. Right. Speaking of that voice box, one of my friends, one of my good friends from home, came in. He, uh, I talked to him the other day. He came over to my house, and his voice was really deep and like raspy. And I'm like, dude, what? Like, are you sick? And he's like, <laughs> no. He's like, no, man. My, I just, I like lost my voice three months ago and hasn't come back yet. And I'm like, well, how what? do you feel? And he's like, he's like, I fucking love my voice now. And I'm like, what? But like, yeah, he like his voice like changed as a 26 year old dude. So now his voice is like really deep and raspy, and it feels like it's kind of like wheezy, but it's cool. Like, I bet if like if he was a good singer, it would sound really cool. It's kind of weird. Yeah, you should do like some like the old country western songs. Yeah, some voiceover stuff. Yeah. But. So yeah. 
how you how you feeling about the worldwide pan- pandemic? How you, how are you feeling about it? I'm I'm not really uh, I'm not really worried about it. If it happens to me, it happens to me. You know, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be a dick about it and cough on people, but uh, yeah. You know, I used to be a dickhead, and I used to like purposely sneeze on people when I was in high school. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was a that was a thing my friends and I used to do to each other. Is like whenever someone would sneeze, we would just sneeze at them. It was really bad during you know spring allergy season. Hmm. All right. I don't, really, I don't really regret it now, but I definitely wouldn't do it as an adult. I'll leave that to the 16-year-olds. Yeah, I mean, might as well. Yeah, so... Um, I guess... If if we had a charity of the week this week, I would say... Anybody that's working in the service industry. And I don't want it to sound like a charity case, but if you are still going out to eat dinner... And you go to a restaurant or something and you understand that there's people that are working to serve other people and they have to live off their tips and things like that. Give a little bit extra in the next couple of weeks because the amount of people that are going to be going out to these places is going to significantly drop off. A lot of people that work in the service industry live paycheck to paycheck as it is. And I am honestly a little worried to see what happens in the next few weeks. I don't think so much of, you know, it being a, a deadly pandemic, but it's, it's hard for me to imagine that, you know, with how contagious this is and how fast it spreads and how much pandemonium that's being created by whether the media or the CDC or however people are cr- taking it, you know, the facts are that it's contagious. It's going to affect a lot of people. People are responding to it, which I think is proper. I think that's the only way that we can really get rid of it is if we respond to it the proper way. You know, the more we allow it to fester and spread, there's no way we're going to find a a balance, you know. And with the recent movement of, you know, vaccines are bad and they cause autism, you know, like people are piggybacking off of that. But then something like this happens and uneducated general public are okay with what's happening and they're trying to blame it as some kind of fear mongering when in reality this is this is going to be a big deal if it's not addressed so i guess uh charity of the week this week just if you guys are still going out to eat dinner you know give your server a little bit extra uh, thank them for still coming to work and still putting themselves in a situation where they have to deal with somebody else's germs which they don't know i mean like they like servers are so underappreciated because they can go out of their way to deal with strangers all day long and you know that, you know, you don't you don't know their lifestyle, but you know that they come to work and they want to make sure that you have a good experience, at least the good service. In the world. So that's my take on it. That's my charity of the week. No, that's awesome, dude. I agree. 100 percent. Yeah. Tip your waitresses and waiters. And real good. Honestly, honestly, um, side note, like without any coronavirus, if you guys tip less than 20 percent, you're already a jerk. <laughs> To be honest, I tip 20% everywhere I go, at least, just because, you know, that's how it is. That's, that's how I take it. I lived in an industry a long time where people, you know, get tipped and 
I can't imagine what it's like to gift on a table you work really hard for. And tipping maybe not be a big deal if like the corporations in America were like, you know what, we'll pay you a living wage and then you don't have to earn your tips, but that's just not how it works. Right. So I think I think even with bad service, I'm still like like if someone really bothers me and like gives me a poor time and a poor dinner, um, I still tip about fifteen percent. Just yeah. because I don't, I don't know what they're going through at home. I have no idea. I agree. So, anyway, I guess uh, I guess big news um, while we're on the topic of the coronavirus is: Do you think that the NFL will still have the draft in Las Vegas if the coronavirus is still an issue in two months? Yes. Now, I don't think it'll be an open draft, but. I think they would still have the draft there. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think about, um, so NBA suspended NHL and all its affiliates are suspended. MLS is suspended. Do you think that football operations like spring training and things like that are also going to be suspended? Do you think the the right thing? Oh yeah. We won't see OTAs. I don't think. I wonder how that's going to affect the rest of the season. Will they will they play March Madness in May? Like, will college basketball teams, you know, restart the? Because uh, the suspension basically means it's on like it's on it's postponed, right? So it's yeah. not officially canceled yet. Well, I saw at least the Big Ten tournament at least right now is suspended or is like canceled, um, or the Final Four or some shit. I don't know. Um, I think. I think we won't get March Madness, and I think we'll only see a shortened NBA season, a shortened baseball season, probably. Um, I think they might pick up hockey at the playoffs. I don't remember when hockey starts, so, but I'm pretty sure it ends like kind of like May-ish, right? Yeah, something like that. I just know that I had a tickets to two hockey games this weekend and I got the email this morning that the games are going to be suspended so I'm kind of curious to see what they do with those lower level teams like the ECHL and the AHL um, to see yeah. if they just for the season and then forget about it but I, I don't know I don't know if that's the right thing to do I think I feel like the right thing to do is kind of wait to see how this goes and if all these precautions are actually going to make a difference um it, it, ultimately, it ultimately is going to come down to who is willing to lose money because it, it's going to come down to revenue and how much revenue is going to be earned with March being like one of the biggest sports months, you know, Champions League soccer, March Madness, the beginning of baseball, um, hockey is going to get ready for playoffs. You know, I think I think March is a really busy month that brings in a lot of revenue to a lot of different places. And if they don't try to bring that revenue back, um, whatever economic struggles we're going to have due to this anyway is going to be even more amplified. So I kind of hope that they just postpone it all, try to get this thing under control to an extent, and then try to refire everything back up to where it was. Uh, That's pretty good hope. from From a player standpoint, too, I bet there's a lot of players that are relieved to an extent. Because I know there's a lot of 
uh, players that are getting tired by the end of the season, and they just need a couple weeks rest to, you know, get back into their playing form and, you know, be back, be on top of the game. So I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if there's some, some players that are relieved to do this. And then there might be some players that need a little bit more practice so they can get a little bit better before those big games. So I'm kind of curious. I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens. But aside from all the sports and everything that the Midwestern Fins is about and having fun, I cannot stress enough to anybody that's listening to this podcast, do not take this lightly. This is going to be a big deal, and it already is a big deal. But if we don't do all the right things right now as an entire society, a worldwide pandemic is going to be the biggest, worst thing that we've seen in our lifetimes. And I think it already might be that case. Nobody walking this earth has seen anything like this. I don't know, that's my opinion. So that's that's where I'm at. I might I might close on that one. Fair enough. Um shoot. I kinda lost what I was thinking there for a second. It'll come back to me. But uh um, I do have one thing to say, Dolphins related related since we're a Midwestern Fins podcast. Go for it. I just want to shout out Miami Dolphins. Bring your boy Cameron Wake home immediately. Please. I don't care how much you got to give him. Bring him home. Let him retire as a Miami Dolphin. Do this right. If there's any player that deserves to retire as a Dolphin, it's Cameron Wake. Agreed. And uh, Rashad Jones, wherever you go, May you succeed. May you knock some heads. May you get some pick sixes so you can do some front flips, front flips into the end zone. And thank you for showing that fifth-round draft picks matter. Absolutely. Wait. Hold on. Did I miss the news? That, did you get cut? Rashad Jones was cut by the Miami Dolphins. Whoa. That's a disappointment. I'm sorry, Haggy. I didn't mean to break the news to you. But well, you know, it's it's better to be have it broken by a friend. Yes. <laughs> in all honesty, Rashad Jones didn't fit the mold that Brian Flores was trying to instill into this new Dolphins team. Yep. Which doesn't make any Another sense. Another red flag. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me that he's okay with Ryan Fitzpatrick at the quarterback helm and not okay with Rashad Jones, but we'll see what happens here. Yep. We got to give him. I feel like if we were willing to give Adam Gase three years, we should also be willing to give Brian Flores three years. Yep. He gets three. We also gave three to um, Philbin. So I think I think Philbin had four. Oh yeah, you're right. At least three and a half. I think he made it through the first four games of his fourth season. And then we got Man Campbell. Yeah. That was good. You know, I was actually kind of surprised uh, while we're on top of coaches. I was really surprised that the Dolphins were willing to let Todd Bowles go after his interim. Right? Because I feel like he coached the last four games of the season, and I thought they went like three and one in that time frame. With Matt Moore, I think. So, I don't. 
I don't know. Yeah, it was with Matt Moore because it was a year before Tannehill was drafted, 2011. Yeah, I mean, we saw him be a head coach for the Jets, so. Yeah, it didn't work out for well, but still surprising to me. Yeah. Is, do you know if Darren Rizzi has a job right now? Is he still with the Saints? I believe so. Yeah. I wonder if he'll get a chance to be a head coach someday. He should be. Like, I think more special teams coaches should be head coaches. But well, cause they have to, yeah, you had this conversation a little bit before. They got to know both sides of the ball, and time management so crucial. Yep. Time management and field position, man. That's how you win mm-hmm. games. Absolutely. So, but yeah, back to Wake, please. Miami, you need an edge rusher. <laughs> He's one of he's one of the best ones you've ever had. There's only one better. He's number two. It's not debatable. Right. There's a clear cut number one and two best head rushers in Miami Dolphins history. Yep. And honestly, I don't think the third is even close. Nope. I would I would be I'd be willing to say that if Joey Porter spent more time in the Dolphins uniform, he could be up there. He led the he led the league in sacks one season. Yeah, but I think he only played for a few years, so that doesn't count. Right. So clearly, in a world where you have Charles Harris on your team, but not Cameron Wake, <laughs> that's not a world I want to live in. True. Well, maybe the coronavirus will take care of that for us. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, well, I guess um, we wanted to keep this a little short. So, you got any closing comments for me, Haggy, or for us, or for our listeners? Um, be safe. Be smart. Uh, positive attitude. No expectations. Yo, love to see it. So I'm going to finish on one note, and I've been telling this to my coworkers lately, and I feel like it's a good mantra to live by, but along with the no expectations gang gang, it's okay to be goal-driven. Give yourself an idea of where you want to go, but do not focus on the results. Focus on the process, and the results will come. You guys got this. Everybody flourish. Have a wonderful Thursday evening or Friday evening or Saturday or whatever you get a chance to listen to this. Or whenever we put it out. (laughs) Just keep moving forward and you got this. We're all going to flourish. And someday we're going to break 100 listeners an episode. I'm here for it. Heck yeah. All right. All right. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. See ya.